You found fantastic noise. In this episode, we're having a conversation about local radio day, speaking with Dom Chambers from the Local Radio Alliance. I'm Terry Lee, Senior Tutor in Radio and Audio at the University of Bedfordshire. Thanks for your time and thanks for your ears. On Monday the 12th of October 2020, it's Local Radio Day in the UK. But what is Local Radio Day and how will it be celebrated this year? I caught up with a colleague of mine from the Community Media Association. This is Dom Chambers. I'm a man with many hats but one vision. Dom is passionate about using local radio for social benefit and improving lives. I run the Local Radio Alliance, which has that objective in mind. And he also runs a charity, the Summer Valley Education Trust, that aims to improve life opportunities, mental health and employability through skills-based training in communications, media and music. My first question for Dom, understandably, was around explaining how Local Radio Day came about and what it hopes to achieve. Well, Local Radio Day has been around for around five years. It was launched by UKRD back in 2016 and I think Although UKRD were a commercial radio network, the ethos of Local Radio Day was to reach out to other local radio broadcasters as well. And so it was a very inclusive ethos. And both the BBC Local Radio and Community Local Radio uh, have joined in with Local Radio Day from its very inception. I think it's an occasion to mark and celebrate the place local radio has in the fabric of community life here in the UK and there's been uh, five successful years. Uh, Three years ago, or two years ago rather, the local radio alliance uh, took over kind of driving this forward with UKRD's consent and I think they were quite happy about the thought that they might have some legacy of what they had created. So with the shifting landscape that is going on in the radio industry, and with the commercial radio network increasingly becoming a homogenised or a national offering, uh, the local radio day has inevitably, I would say, fallen more into the province of the community licensees broadcasting up and down the UK, around 300 of which there are, and BBC Local Radio, of which there are 39 stations. Yes, one or two commercial radio stations still independent, still serving local communities, and they're very welcome to be part of it as well. I guess you would say that Local Radio Day then is is sort of celebrating what local radio brings to the table, ultimately. Yes, my own view is that there will always be a need, irrespective of the platforms of delivery, which are becoming multifarious, but there will always be a need for local audio information and entertainment. And increasingly, I, I don't think we know how we're getting it. Are we getting it through FM? Are we getting it online? Are we getting it through our smart speaker? But the reality is that there's an appetite for it. There's a need for it, uh, particularly during the pandemic, during the national crisis. People have been tuning into radio and they may be doing that for very good reasons. For instance, if you're on a low-income household, you may uh, not have kind of uh, multi- ways of accessing the internet. 
So if you've got an FM radio, been tuning it in, and we've heard a lot of evidence of uh, precisely that taking place. In any event, there has been an increasing appetite for radio, uh, both at national and at local levels. And I think in this particular year for Local Radio Day, inevitably we are going to reflect the role that local radio has played during the pandemic. The website localradioday.co.uk says Local Radio Day 2020 is going to specifically celebrate communities making waves. Uh, It also refers to the opportunity to highlight what people have done to turn the tide on isolation, inspiring and helping others within communities across the nation in the context of local radio. So how are you expecting local radio stations taking part in Local Radio Day to join in on the day exactly? So at the Local Radio Alliance, we have been encouraging people to uh, let us know what their plans are for uh, Local Radio Day 2020 and some really nice uh, variety of things going on. BBC Sussex and Surrey, who have been big supporters of Local Radio Day, are encouraging a pledge to talk. So if you think about it, you haven't um, spoken to a friend or you uh, haven't spoken to your neighbour, uh, they're looking for people to make a pledge to talk. I think that's really exciting and totally fits in with our theme for Local Radio Day. Riverside Radio in London, community broadcasters in London, are doing an outside broadcast, uh, which is an unusual thing because we're not really encouraging people uh, under the current restrictions to be going into traditional uh, places like uh, the marketplaces uh, and those kinds of uh, central gathering points in the community. And uh, But they are doing a special outside broadcast at Battersea Power Station, so that's going to be really exciting. Erewash Sound, and I never know if Erewash is in Nottinghamshire or Derbyshire. It's in, it's in the sort of uh, South Northlands or even the North Midlands. Uh, anyway, it's a fantastic place. It's a great community broadcaster, uh, which I have uh, visited. Now, they have uh, plans to turn on their second transmitter to get... Uh, even more listeners involved with Erewash Sound are going to be doing that on local radio day. And I also visited, when I was up that way recently, a really, really good community broadcaster in Doncaster called Sign FM. They are part of a school, and one of the things they're doing is they're getting their students to get the stories of the people who stepped up in the national crisis, and they will be uh, putting those out on Uh, local radio day the bbc since the start of lockdown bbc local radio has been doing its make a difference strand and uh, awesome stories uh exactly along the themes of what we're uh, hoping to encourage for local radio day so no doubt um bbc stations will be uh, making more of their making a difference uh, strand of uh, broadcast activities some really exciting stuff coming up and i hope that we can uh, capture some of it and we'll release that uh, to podcasts like yourselves Uh, after the event. I should say that there's a number of uh, stakeholders behind Local Radio Day and we kind of agreed the theme together. So involved in this are the Local Radio Alliance uh, who, as I said, have uh, are driving this forward. We have BBC Local Radio under the headship of Chris Burns. Uh, we have the Community Media Association represented by uh, Bill Best. And uh, we also have the Radio Academy, uh, represented by the current CEO, who is John Dash. And we've all got together back in April. The first thing we decided to do was to maybe put it forward in the year. Traditionally, Local Radio Day has always been celebrated on the Friday going into the 2nd May bank holiday. 
Well, that was at the height of lockdown, and we felt that if we put it later in the year, we'd give ourselves an opportunity to better understand the reality of what was happening with COVID-19. And although in October we're back into restrictions, um, we are still in, I think, a better position to understand what is going on around us than we were back in May. So that was our first decision. Inevitably, everybody involved in this wanted local Radio Day to be absolutely central to the situation that the country finds itself in these peculiar times of uh, 2020. So communities taking action was a theme that we came to very, very quickly. And then we came up with this idea of kind of a strapline, really, communities making waves, turning the tide on isolation, because isolation has been a real concern, perhaps one of the most significant challenges around COVID-19 because of the whole need to you know, stay at home, uh, to lock down. And uh, lots of people are already, were already isolated in our communities. You might be isolated because you're living uh, outside of um, a town or, you know, deep into the countryside. You may be isolated because you are of an age where perhaps your friends and family, you know, have passed away. So you could be isolated for that. Could also be isolated because of a lack of opportunities, a lack of skills, uh, all sorts of reasons why people are isolated. And all those reasons became much more exaggerated and apparent uh, during the pandemic. So how can local radio sort of play its part in reducing isolation uh, and also noting that communities are, are taking action or making waves, we like to put it, uh, for this particular year? And... What we know is that so many people in our communities, whether that's a community of interest or it's a community of geographic location, uh, so many people have stepped up and stepped forward to help out their fellow people. And we know all this because local radio uh, has had its part to play, but it's also reporting and it's being a mouthpiece, an outlet, if you like, for these kinds of activities. So I think it's really important to emphasise that Local Radio Day in 2020 is not about being self-congratulatory to local radio, saying, hey guys, haven't we done a marvellous job? Let's all pat ourselves on the back. It's not about that. It's about the part we've played in a bigger story and how we have used the airways to reflect these kinds of impressive range of activities where people have stepped forward and organisations have stepped forward to help out others in the community that need help. And I think it's really important to emphasise that that is where the balances lie. Local Radio Day is a celebration of how communities have reacted and individuals within the communities have reacted and and what part we've played in uh, in helping get those voices heard uh, to a wider audience. Dom, Local Radio Day, as you've already mentioned, was created by UKRD, who are now a part of Bauer, back in 2015. But but it was organised by the Local Radio Alliance uh, since last year, 2019. I wonder, what sorts of things went on in 2019 and, and the sorts of stations that got involved? Well, Terry, it's such a long time ago, isn't it? It's difficult. Can we remember anything in a pre-COVID world now? Uh, what I do remember is that we had a fantastic reaction to it. I think we had a theme of kindness, kindness in the community, a theme that is undoubtedly going to uh, feature very heavily 
in uh, in how we go about local radio day in 2020 as well. I know that we had over a hundred local radio stations directly participating, and we got that data from people using the hashtag and uh, having a social media presence. So it was really exciting to be taking things on from UKRD and developing it as well. Uh, and perhaps a local radio day being even more about community life and those uh, great acts of kindness that take place in it and uh, and help make the world a better place. And I think we'll see a lot more of that uh, going on on local radio day this year. So it could be highlighted, Dom, that lots of uh, previously local commercial radio stations have been taken over by national brands in, in recent years. Uh, do you think Local Radio Day is in any way a, a response to that? I think that the way things have happened in the commercial radio sector, so, you know, when you and I, Terry, were sort of starting out uh, in our careers and uh, listening to the radio, uh, each area had a local commercial radio station, it had a local BBC radio station, and that was the landscape, certainly the landscape I was keen to get into and uh, from a background in hospital radio. What tends to happen here is there's a, a sort of a deregulatory ethos. So when legislation is introduced to create new radio networks, as we saw in the early 1970s under the Ted Heath government that had created commercial radio as an alternative to um, BBC local radio, and then as time goes by, that becomes sort of uh, deregulated to the point where the commercial needs of broadcasting, about finding audiences and, and making sure that you're functioning correctly as a business and a profit-making business, and any business that doesn't want to make a profit uh, isn't going to be a business for very much longer, including those in the community sector, uh, which is uh, essentially charitable or, or non-profit so part of that then has been a, a, a direction of movement towards homogenization to keep the commercial offer uh, viable, I suppose. And uh, as all that has happened, then uh, community radio increasingly becomes the local radio offering. My own view is that what's happening in commercial radio is actually quite exciting. I love it. I love listening to... Um, some of those uh, national, increasingly national brands in community radio, in commercial radio. Uh, but uh, we at the local radio end uh, need to bang our drum, to wave our flag. Uh, we not only have a, a relevance, but we have a growing audience in local radio uh, in this country. And, um, and I think that's a, a really exciting prospect. As people have locked themselves down, been restricted in movement, you know, they have relied on those communication modes that uh, get them to, to reach out to the other parts of the community. And local radio has had a, a massive part to play in that. Thanks, Dom, for your time. Just one last question, though, and we ask this to everyone. Uh, is there one thing that you are enjoying listening to at the moment that you might recommend to others, perhaps it's a radio station or a radio programme or even a podcast. Um, what, what are you enjoying listening to at the moment? Well, 
As you know, Terry, I have been running a radio station for a number of years. And although I just stepped away from being the station manager, I'm still very involved. So when I'm in my own locality, which is uh, in uh, in that pocket of England between the cities of Wells and Bath in northeast Somerset, I tend to listen to Summer Valley FM. And you won't come as any surprise to you, Terry, to know that I thoroughly enjoy that and, of course, recommend it. Um, however, uh, with my newfound liberation and various other roles... I have. I'm also doing a lot more travelling. Yes, I enjoy podcasts. Yes, I enjoy national radio. Uh, Always loved um, LBC, which is increasingly a a national offering, Uh, and Radio 4. And I love uh, both music-based radio, uh, KISS, as well as uh, Radio 2, probably uh, slightly more befitting my age group. (laughs) And uh, and I like listening to Radio 1 as well. I do try and listen to local radio when I'm in different parts of the country. And there's some fantastic uh, work going on in the BBC uh, as well as uh, community sectors. I happened to be in Barnsley for a couple of days uh, over the last week. And I was flicking through in my hotel room. I was flicking through the, the TV channels to, you know, hopefully to find a bit of a Bond movie or something. And, uh, and I slipped into that uh, end of the kind of uh, TV spectrum that, that does all the radio channels. And I was thought, oh, I don't want to be here. I'm really watching television. And BBC Sheffield were doing something, and it gripped me. It gripped me straight away. And I can't immediately recall what the programme was, but it was a sort of, it was done, I think, for with a, with an audience in mind for people who may be at the earliest stages of dementia. So it had a, it had a kind of fantastic social resonance and um and i enjoyed it very much it was a nostalgic look back on the years and they had all those wonderful bits of audio some of which is very familiar like the first men walking on the moon and some of which were were more localized from the archives of bbc sheffield sheffield's a, a tremendous city uh, one that's been on a great journey uh, from from its industrial heritage right the way through to being really quite a vibrant place uh, these days in a contemporary setting. Uh, so I really, really enjoyed that. And in fact, just telling you about it has reminded me, I'm going to try and go and find it on iPlayer. Dom Chambers from the Local Radio Alliance there, giving us the lowdown on this year's Local Radio Day. A reminder, it takes place on Monday the 12th of October 2020. The best place to go to find out more is the website, localradioday.co.uk. You can also go to at Local Radio Day on Twitter and Facebook for updates. Ultimately, talking to Dom about Local Radio Day served as a reminder of the local radio offerings I have listened to and been involved in making over the years. Growing up, I remember listening to Capital Radio's special fundraising programmes for their charity, Help a London Child. Today, you can hear Capital and other stations from Global promote their Make Some Noise charity instead. I also fondly remember listening on an awful medium wave signal to Crystal Palace's Match Day Radio to get the team news and updates, although it only seemed to broadcast at Selhurst Park Stadium itself. In Norwich, where I previously managed Future Radio, I have fond memories of running big local events, such as a Battle of the Bands competition, once won by Ed Sheeran, giving him a big break, or various outside broadcast events promoting the work of lots of different Norwich organisations and charities. But equally, I loved the fact that Future Radio was the station that had real Norfolk accents on air, pronouncing those curious town names correctly and truly representing the area. 
Now I look after Radiolab at the University of Bedfordshire, and I'm overseeing a very different sort of local community, one that is united in its diversity with a youthfulness that has kept me on my toes. Local radio, in all its guises, does this and is worth celebrating. So from the Local Radio Alliance, Dom Chambers, a big thanks to him for his time. As ever, I'm going to briefly talk about something I've enjoyed listening to recently. From The Economist, I have enjoyed the Checks and Balance podcast about the US elections. This weekly podcast uses The Economist's established US staff, the US editor John Prideaux hosts, together with Charlotte Howard, the New York bureau chief, and Washington correspondent John Fassman. They focus on a theme or two during each episode, and they really know their stuff. Unsurprising, really, if you've ever read an edition of The Economist, which I have as a previous economics student. The podcasts are well produced, with some well put together inserts to break up the discussion. Having listened to a few episodes, I feel more knowledgeable about US opinion polls and which swing seats will be key for President Trump and Joe Biden to win. Also, as an aside, The Economist magazine is one of those publications that has been promoted through advertising a lot on the podcasts I listen to. From the Football Ramble to Adam Buxton, the Economist marketing team obviously believes in podcasting as a medium, and Checks and Balance is ultimately another way for the magazine to attract an audience for itself. But it is more than just an extended advert. I thoroughly recommend Checks and Balance from The Economist, available on all podcast apps. If you would like to contact us here at Fantastic Noise, be it with audio you recommend, stories, suggestions for future podcasts, feedback or something else, find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at A Fantastic Noise. You can also email us on fantasticnoise at beds.ac.uk. Before we go, it's time for that radio word of the week. Today, fittingly, it is ILR, which stands for Independent Local Radio. ILR is a collective term for commercial radio stations in the UK, although, as Dom alluded to earlier, deregulation and buyouts mean that most local commercial stations are now neither independent nor local. The first ILR to launch in the UK was LBC in October 1973, followed a week later by Capital Radio in London. Dozens more followed in other cities and locations in the remainder of the 70s and then the 80s. The situation in 2020 looks different, But that's for another podcast. ILR, Independent Local Radio, is our radio word of the week. That is it for this episode of Fantastic Noise. Thanks so much for joining us. There will be another episode next week. Do subscribe, give us a review and rating, and follow us on social media at A Fantastic Noise for future updates and previews. Thanks again to our guest today, Dom Chambers from the Local Radio Alliance, talking Local Radio Day. Our artwork was produced by Stu Elvin, that's Stu with a double O, and our theme music is by Liam Ayton, remixed by Daniel Potter. This podcast was produced by me for the University of Bedfordshire's radio team, part of the School of Culture and Communications, partly recorded in my home and partly in the studios of Radiolab 97.1 FM. That's where I am now. I'm Terry Lee, and this, I hope you'll agree, has been a fantastic noise. Fantastic noise.